Dude, I switched to an iPhone. That's great. I know. I'm excited. Jules is on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things that I want to say. You know I like my girls a little bit older. I just want to use your love. of the Double Down Podcast. I'm your host, Troy Barton. With me today, my co-host and best friend, Zach Bull of Georgia. Zach, how are you doing? I'm doing great. We're coming to you live from the Music City in my apartment, ready to fire. Yes, yes, yes. Live in Nashville. There's a little bit of an echo because we are not in the studio, but we are doing this live from Zach's apartment overlooking the Nashville sky. Well... Before we start the show, we have major, major, major breaking news. Monumental news. Charlotte has traded Miles Plumley and Marco Bellinari in the 41st pick for Dwight Howard in the 31st pick. Zach, your take on the trade. Brooklyn had to make a move. Great deal getting Timofey Mozgov and that albatross of a contract. A plus for them. I love how you said that as, as if it was actually breaking news because no one really cares about this trade, but we're going to take a look at it because who do you think offered the trade? Like, was it the Hawks? Did the Hawks want to get rid of Howard so they offered it or was Charlotte interested in Howard? That's a great question. I think, the, I think Charlotte offered this trade because now they can have dance-offs before their games with Frank Kaminsky versus Dwight Howard. Yeah, but it, they used to have five white boys. Now they have four white boys and uh, Dwight. Mix it up. We want to mix up the floor. Do you think the Hawks were that desperate for shooting that they needed to acquire Marco Bellinari? The Hawks, probably. They, 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 uh, they're missing Kyle Korver from three years ago, nailing nine threes a game. So, and Damari Carroll's now gone. So they're trying they, to get their swag back. They have Miles Plumley and Big Al Horford. Oh. No, Hal Horford's gone. No, but it was like Miles Plumley is Al Horford, and then they're looking for the new Paul Millsap. And that's true. And Dennis Schroeder is the new Sharif Abdurrahim. Where did Sharif Abdurrahim go to uh, college? I don't know. That was that's a good one. I don't know. You stumped <laughs> look me. It up. You stumped look it me up. on look the it spot. Up. I'll talk about something else while you look it up. A uh, Butler but, Community College update. Yes, Butler Community College update. Last time we were with Zach, we just. We talk about how Butler Community College and Stephen Jackson uh, went there, and well, we also found out that Tony Allen went there for less than a semester. So it just speaks volumes of the kind of people that Butler Community College recruits and has on their roster. I mean, I mean, he went from Butler CC in El Dorado, Kansas, if I'm not mistaken, to Oklahoma State, the city of gold, the city of gold, <laughs> and then he was the most outstanding player in that Final Four. With John Lucas as the point guard. So that's what that's what the City of, City of Gold can do for you. If you're troubled and you play good defense, you should go to Butler CC located in El Dorado, the City of Gold. More breaking news from tonight. We were recording this Tuesday night. Uh, Zach, a big Celtics fan. So originally we were just going to talk Celtics because it's very interesting. But we have to give these breaking news updates because they're very important. Another big one for the Lakers. Bum, 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 bum. Lakers deal D'Angelo Russell and Timothy Mozgov for the franchise center they've been looking for. 
Brooke Lopez, and get the 27th overall pick, which was Boston's pick. Um, this move kind of reeks of, I don't even know. They, they, they must hate D'Angelo Russell. Hey, D'Angelo Russell, we're still not forgiving you for ratting our teammate under the bus last year. So shipping you off to the arguably the worst franchise. But, you know, we've got Brooke Lopez making moves this offseason. Robin Lopez was making moves the past offseason. They just set a record for highest amount of feet of twins being dealt in back-to-back offseasons at 14. <laughs> Good. Okay. So looking at the trade a little closer... D'Angelo Russell for the Lakers to give him up for pretty much a rental. I don't think they'll sign Brook Lopez to a long-term deal because he'd get like a five-year or a four-year, 150, something crazy, 30 million a year. So you, or you can't give that to Brook Lopez. So maybe it's just a rental, which opens up cap for the next season, which maybe they want to try to get LeBron. They, they've been rumored to try, and, to try and get LeBron, but this will clear cap space. They could have already fit in Paul George. Um, Brooke Lopez's contract will fall off. They'll be able to nag him, and then I'm they're they, then they're aligned well to get another max guy or maybe deal some other young guns for and then a player then and then all signs point to them drafting Lonzo if they just traded D'Angelo Russell. So any debate about the Lonzo going to the Lakers? He's going to the Lakers. He's going to the Lakers, like and especially now. Before I was like. Eh, there's a chance they draft right. the Jackson kid or like Tatum or something, but or even Fox. But now I think it's Lonzo. Now they're gonna take Lonzo backports cleared for him. Uh, the funny thing with D'Angelo Russell is two years ago, Magic tweeted at the organization saying, "Congrats for drafting a future superstar for LA." Congratulations, <laughs> D'Angelo. And part of it definitely had to be him ratting out Lou, uh, Nick Young and yeah. I- was it Iggy Azalea? Yeah. Because maybe the locker room never really believed in him being the point guard. Because he's like, man, he's a snake. He a rat. Yeah, trade him, trade him off to New York. There's no city of temptation there, so he should be fine. And then they also get the 27th overall pick. And, you know, whatever. It could be something, it could be nothing. Maybe another Larry Nance Jr. Do you know where Sharif went to college? He went to Cal Berkeley. Sharif, Sharif, what's his name? Sharif Abdurrahim. Sharif Abdurrahim went to Cal Berkeley. Went to Cal Berkeley. Little known fact. Where did John Kuhn go to college? Chippensburg University. Used that <laughs> this past New Year's Eve when approaching a uh, single girl at the bar. And she said she was from Pittsburgh and she went to a small school. And I go, just, just tell me, just, just try me. <laughs> and she goes, I went to a school called Chippensburg. <laughs> and then I told her that I knew where that was and she called... BS on it, and I said, no, John Queen went to school there, and then she knew I was legit. Yeah, yeah, So it yeah. worked. So if you're ever talking to a girl, and she says she's from Chippensburg, just say, John Kuhn went there, and you're in. You're in. In like Flynn. Mike Flynn. Johnny Flynn. Good pick. Good job, Minnesota. Speaking of Johnny Flynn, horrible draft pick by the Timberwolves. Yes. Now the Timberwolves have two picks in the top ten. Excuse me, not the Tim- Yeah, the, no, the Timberwolves. No, the Kings. Kings, Mix yeah. it up. Yep. What do you think the Kings are going to do? Oh, yeah. So the Lakers offered the two for the five and the ten for the Kings. So I think they should probably – I don't know. That's a tough one because, like, for the Lakers it makes sense because you can still get superstars. But if that trade's being offered, then you're the Kings. You shouldn't do it. Well, it depends on what you're, what you're looking at. So – 
you get Lonzo Ball or you get a combination of one of these three players, either Josh Jackson, Jason Tatum, or De'Aaron Fox. It you doesn't one need to be them. just Lonzo. It doesn't need to be just Lonzo. They can draft whoever they want it to, but they can't draft True. whoever they want at five. Correct. I'm just saying if we're projecting sure. who the yeah, Lakers yeah, yeah. would take it to versus these two, you'd get one of those three and then maybe maybe a Jonathan Isaac from Florida State, um, Laurie Markkanen possibly, or like a Luke Kennard. One of those guys. So you take those two versus Lonzo. I think you keep Lonzo. So you think the like you think the Kings should do the deal, or shouldn't do the deal? The Kings should definitely do the deal. But if I'm the Lakers, I'm keeping the second pick and taking, I, yeah, taking I big agree. baller brand. I agree. Yeah, big baller brand because but the Lakers offered it, didn't they? Or did the Kings offer? The Kings were trying to get. Actually, oh, no, the Lakers offered it. I take so that the back. Lakers offered. Lakers tried to do that. That doesn't. I mean, I understand wanting to get two more guys, but like. At some point, you need unless they feel like they can, they're guys at five because Tatum, Fox, Fox, and Isaac, and no, and J- uh, Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson, you can get one of those guys. One of those at five. three, yeah, hmm. and then Isaac the, or whatever the other guy is. That's the next one. But and then I mean, maybe another team messes up and you get actually someone falls to ten. The Knicks pick at eight, so that's very so they're viable. And Orlando will probably take a guy from Ivory Coast. So shifting gears to the Knicks. And there's rumors Przingis might be traded. See, it's it, these are all pre-draft rumors, I get it, but we're starting to get some deals going through to wet the whistles, if you will. Wet the beak. Wet the beak. Low man wins. Wet the beak. Uh, so it's like, I don't know, maybe there's some truth to the Przingis. So then you're really starting over if you're the Knicks. But what's a deal for Przingis? Like, Boston sends the three and Avery Bradley? Uh, if if Boston... Yeah, that would be bad. That'd be a, a deal that could sound like. I mean, it's not going to get offered, but that would is, you like that as a Boston fan? I would take it in a second. In a second. In a second. But the dumbest thing I've heard about this Porzingis stuff is the Knicks are going to trade him and then draft Larry Markane and the white Finnish dude from Arizona. Yeah. At eight, because they view him as the next Porzingis. Well, view him as the next Porzingis. Just draft him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Just take him. Yeah, Don't right. trade the one you already have. Yeah, they already have a Przingon. Yeah, two two poor Zinga. I think Przingis is one of the like, he's really good. He's he's seven three and can shoot threes. He's the guy in NBA Street Volume Two, or if he was a character, he'd be the number one overall pick. Yes, because he can do it all. And he, I mean, yeah. So I don't understand the truth of that, but okay. So you, you as a Celtics fan, are you happy or sad that they traded the one? I get the knowledge with it, so I'm okay with it. But what I would have liked to have done is trade a guard like Avery Bradley for Clint Capella or someone like that. Clint because Capella, because you know you need a center. Need a big who can rebound and be a presence at the rim. Al Horford can only do so much. He was really good in the playoffs, but he got tired. Yeah, and he's like, you want Al Horford to be 16 and 8. You want like and he, like, like, play, a, like around you know a gang like a gang bros type thing yeah like, like he needs a little protection there like, yeah. like he and Millsap were in Atlanta they were both like scrappy and, and big tough guys and they work together as a tandem really well like Horford can be Horford can definitely like rebound and play defense and stuff but he needs a compliment guy next to him that's not Kelly Olynyk the clinic agreed Olynyk the clinic's not going to defend the rim but to get back to the point though. Then you, they, I would be okay with them trading one of their guards for a rim protector like a Clint Capella, young guy like that who has a lot of upside, and then drafting someone like, say, Fultz or a guard to play offside Isaiah Thomas. 
because then I, I think you still keep a lot of your defense intact with now having a rim protector, Horford, and then Jay Crowder or Jalen Brown, whoever that three is, that's good. So you're in the you're in the camp that the Celtics need a center. They need a center, and they need a wing to replace Crowder while Jalen Brown develops. And I don't know if that answer is get another young guy and have them develop together, or do a sign and trade for a wing or try and sign someone and just kind of play an off height starting lineup with like a Jimmy Butler at the three, or just kind of throwing a name out there. So update. Updates, I love updates. Wait, what update? You know big update. Update, update. The Clippers and Suns discussed a trade. Clippers would be sending DeAndre Jordan. Phoenix would be sending the number four overall pick and Tyson Chandler. So you swap, get a big, and then let the Clippers possibly take a guard to move on from Chris Paul. This is why if you're the Celtics, you do the trade early. You don't wait. Because now, if I'm the Celtics, I'm giving the three and smart or somebody for DeAndre. Done. Done? Do it. Would you do that? Yeah, even though he's 29, 30, I don't care. Dude, yeah, that's exactly they what have, they need. They have a million picks, and next year, there's going to be a ton of young big guys that are all going to be freshmen that are, are going to declare. So they can, they can snag their way and get another young big next year, too. I would rather have... DeAndre Jordan and Gordon Hayward than Jimmy Butler and Gordon Hayward? Well, of course. Because having the, having the two-guard the guard wing doesn't solve the interior problem. Because now you have Isaiah. We were, we were literally just talking about this. We are on record. On record. On record talking about how Horford needs a compliment. And DeAndre is a compliment. So now you have Isaiah, Bradley, Gordon Hayward, Horford, and DeAndre. That could, that could probably be Cleveland. That could maybe be Cleveland. That could contend. If, so, if, if Marcus Smart keeps playing with big balls, they have a shot. Well, who would you... You'd have to give somebody in the trade for DeAndre Jordan. So who would you give? Just give picks. No, picks you're going to match money. you got to match money. Money? Avery Bradley. No, no, no. you give Avery for DeAndre. I mean, they're, they have to take something. Would you give, like, Smart or Crowder? I would. I don't think the team other team would. But they, uh, okay. you see what I mean. So, so you're but saying, still but Tyson Chandler though, we, that's not about. That doesn't matter. Tyson Chandler's worthless. Yeah. So if you're trading, if the Suns are, if the bargaining is Tyson Chandler and the four for DeAndre, yeah, then I would give. Then they would probably do like Marcus Smart in the three for DeAndre, right? You'd think with the Clippers. Why wouldn't they? And they would get a, a pick higher. Who offered that trade? Does it say? It doesn't say. They just discussed. Discussed. Ooh. Nothing final. Other, uh, I was going to say, other news, Dwayne Wade exercised his $24 million player option, and he and Jimmy Butler reaffirmed they don't want to play with Rondo next year. <laughs> <laughs> Give us the – what are your thoughts on Rashad Rondo as an ultimate Celtics fan? You used to love him on the Celtics, and then they traded Rondo for Jay Crowder in a first-round pick, and everyone was like, oh, that's all they got for Rondo? Seriously. I was the driver of – his train for a number of years. Seth the conductor? The conductor of his train. Through probably 2011 or so, when he was awesome in that series against LeBron, right. Miami-Boston series. Yep. And then once he went to the Mavs and just basically faked an injury so he couldn't play, I was like, I'm off. And now he's a laughing stock. And he's... And he got he's, paid $10 million last year, $8 million. Yeah, he gets $10 million and then a bunch of hardworking Americans don't get anything. Hilarious that... D-Wade and Butler confirmed they do not want to play with Rondo. <laughs> they didn't need to do that, but it's nice to know that they confirmed. Like, you didn't hear anyone saying that about Boogie Cousins. 
Yeah. And he was a nightmare to play with. And Rondo is saying, so think about how much worse that is. So the Kings. Two players. Pelicans should sign Rondo. He'd be fitting. (laughs) He could throw a mean mean lob to Ant. South Ant. So, okay, Celtics in search for the big man. Other other options. If you're the Pelicans and you get offered. How many first round picks for Anthony Davis do you need from Boston? Three. Three? So this year's three. Next year's Brooklyn pick and Lakers pick. If it, or if maybe, like, like, another one. If like, the Lakers won, or that, that weird Lakers won, and then if it doesn't convey, it goes to the Kings. And then the other pick could be, like, the Dallas pick in 2019, because you're not going to give three top tens. So, and then you need to match the money, and they could easily figure that out. So, I mean, that's three? That's He's what the would need. What about, like, two first-round picks, smart... That's really all you can offer. And Jalen Brown, but so they yeah, wouldn't do that. Yeah, I wouldn't do Jalen Brown. The thing is, like everyone's like Boston. Boston doesn't have that many players that I view as like championship starters. Like I don't think Marcus Smart is a championship starter. Role player. He's a role player. Yeah, yep. he's a role player. I don't think Kelly O'Clinic, the Linux. Kelly Clinic, Olenek. He's the guy that the coach would put in at the end of the second quarter in high school to make his feelings not be so bad. Yes. So yes. he gets the floor for two seconds. Except he won them a game. I'm saying on a championship team, that would be his world. Yes, yes, yes. But long live his fourth quarter. And then, like, Terry Rozier's – well, he's not a starter, but – like, so whatever trade you do, Jalen Brown, is he a, is well, he a championship it, contender starter? You look at him, like, would this player fit on the championship team? Doesn't have to be the best player. Yeah, yeah. Isaiah Thomas, yes. Yeah. Al Horford, yes. Yeah. That's it. That's it, right? That's it. Yeah, so everyone else is, like, rotational. On a championship a piece on the team. team, but you need you need you don't need two stars. You now need four. Yes, you need. Or four. you need three stars and then a bunch of solid role players that are not named Thabo Cephalosha. Thabo. <laughs> he uh. So, but if you get DeAndre Jordan and Gordon Hayward, then boom, you're done. It's done. Over. Celtics. That's the move. Champions. Hey, maybe LeBron leaves because he was mad about the GM firing. LeBron, if he goes to the West, would be kind of epic. That's what he should do. Take down Golden State because you're not going to beat him in the championship. He should yeah. go to the West. Take it down. The Clippers, we, we, we're jumping around here, but there's just so much to talk about because there's so many breaking news stories. So the Clippers and Suns talking about that trade, whether there's... That's a little shady, but, you know, I, whatever, if they're talking about it. Well, I mean, if does you're that, gonna... Does that say that the Clippers are they're done? They're blowing they're, it up. They're done, and I mean, if you're going to give one of the two, or going to dangle one of the two State Farm guys, yeah. you have to dangle the other one. So Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan, gone. seems like they are... Blake Griffin to the Celtics, gone. That would be awesome. I'm just, yeah, saying, everybody picks. The, I'm just saying everybody to the Celtics. Because I root for them. Everyone for the Celts. It must be, is it nice being a New England fan? Yeah, imagine being a Knicks fan. That'd be terrible. It'd be atrocious. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're just rooting for first-round picks, and... Stars finish first in the East, get the number one overall pick that they trade. Whereas New York ha- is still running the triangle offense, and they have Phil Jackson, who's drunk. Every player that they've had in, to, he's drunk. Every pl- he's zen. <laughs> Every player that they they've had in to uh, New York, they make him practice for forty five minutes in the triangle. Every draft prospect, they make him practice in the triangle. Not going to work. That's why they don't want to go gonna there. It's going to work. They're going to trade Porzingis for Kevin Love. And they're going to give O'Clinic the max, and they're going to run the triangle. They should get Kevin Kevin Love and just do the 2005 Detroit Pistons offense over again, which is just set double screens for the new Rip Hamilton and have him take 18-foot jump shots. Is That's there, the biggest way to stick the, the middle finger to the current three and 
three and dunk offensive scheme. So, what's a better chance of happening? Chris Paul resigning with the Clippers or Chris Paul going to play for the Lakers? Ooh, Ooh. they're going to take Lonzo Ball. So that's why they're going to take Lonzo. I will say resign with the Clippers because salary cap wise, I don't think they'd make that work. How's your understanding of the cap? I read on Facebook you posted a message. It's poor. Your salary cap is poor? They have all these provisions like poison pill provision and bird rights and all these things. If you start reading, you just get a headache. Yeah. And like I just – to me, the way my brain works is there's there's like a hard line yep. and you don't go across it and you stay between the parameters much like wrestlers should stay be, between the lines of a WWE ring. And stay, if you're a wrestler, now, then stay tuned. what we have is the salary cap – is like a WWE ring in a no DQ match. Yes. Players can go outside of the ring, do whatever, and then if they go out too much, maybe they get the luxury tax, aka a, a ten count, aka a chair away. to the back. So exactly. So it's just there's just all these rules and stipulations that it makes it so confusing. And with the rising cap and all this new money that's being split between the owners and players, it's very difficult to keep track of. Okay, I'm, I want to simplify the cap for all the listeners out there because there's not a great understanding of the cap. A couple simple things. If you're on a team and you're in the NBA for a long time and you're on the same team, you automatically get more money with that team because they want you to stay with the team you're drafted by. Okay? So that's why if Gordon Hayward signs with Utah, he's going to get more than if he signs with Boston. Or That's why Gordon Hayward's not going to get as much as, say, a vet or as a Chris Paul would because he hasn't been in the league as long. Okay. That's why Mike Conley signed the biggest contract of all time. Um, the other, Another thing about the cap is if you have all the players on your team, you can pretty much resign whoever you want. If they're on your team, you can always resign them. For the most part. So like you can't, there might there is a hard limit if you get too deep into the luxury tax, like it's just too much money. But like that's how Golden State can do it. If they're on your team, like Curry, Draymond, Clay, and Durant, they can all resign forever. For pretty much close to max money. If you're Boston, I, you can afford Isaiah, if you're able to sign Gordon and uh, trade for DeAndre slash Paul Millsap slash I want everyone to go to the Celtics. So I hope that helps the understanding of the cap. Don't ever think they can't get someone. Now, if you're over the cap, you can't go out and resign a free agent. You can't go sign a free agent. But if you're, you can still have four stars on your team. Does that help? You can sign if you're under the cap, then you can sign the free agent, then go over the cap. Yes. Yes. Yep. Exactly. A springboard. But then you're done. Then next year, when you're over the cap, you can't even, you can you can't even sign mulch. Right. Mulch. Mulch. That, yeah. Better than the next. What's player. your ideal scenario for the Celtics? What are you hoping most with the draft with the trades? I hope they draft Jason Tatum okay. or Josh Jackson. Either one is indifferent to me. Mm-hmm. And then I hope they. I don't want them to sign Blake Griffin. Not because he's awesome, but he gets hurt. Okay. Gets hurt way too much, so I would rather them sign or do a trade for DeAndre Jordan. And if that means trade the Tatum pick for DeAndre Jordan, fine. And then sign Gordon Hayward at the three. So shifting gears from the Celtics to another team that I think everyone's going to end up loving, the 76ers. Trust the process. The process is working. However, they fired their GM before he got to see it through, which is actually really sad. So it is. It's kind of like you do all the work for a promotion and then you get fired and then the company reaps the results and it's like, oh, that's my work that I'm not getting to enjoy right now. It's like they it's like he couldn't copyright it 
any like someone came in and swooped his idea. Well, Joe Allen Beats trying to actually copyright the phrase. Trust the process. Yeah. So he stole it. <laughs> he basically did. He seized but, it. But nobody cares because he's awesome. Okay, so here's their here's their team. They have Markel Fultz pending any crazy stuff. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. That's a nice three. Robert Covington's good. Sarich is pretty good. We think. And then they have Okafor, who's who. I don't know what his deal is. Whatever. I'm still young. He could be Enos Cantor, but who's getting $100 million, so, I mean, that's not too bad. But, so that's their team. My only problem is they can't really shoot, and they all, like, don't know how to win. So how are you going to teach them how to win if they've never won before? Well, we're not saying they're going to be a 50-win team. It could well, just you be hope a, so it, it just be a, No, I'm just saying for now. Yeah. Like, while they grow, and they can still get higher picks, too. Like, they can... They, they won, what, 28 games, I think, last year? So they could get, they get 40, 35? Uh, the team that's respectful Fighting for watch. the eight. Fighting for the eight. I want them to get the eight so bad, though. Well, then they would lose to the Gordon Hayward Celtics. Yes, but still. <laughs> they are better than... they are. That team should be better than the Bulls. Absolutely agree. Yeah. Like, that team, the 76ers should be better than the Bulls. I just... Markel Fultz didn't really win in college, neither did Ben Simmons. Joel Embiid has probably played... 55 career basketball games. Including pro. It, like, in his life. Yeah. Like, college and pro. It's not 100. He's not played 100 games. So that worries me a little bit. Well, the Damian Lillard stuff with, like, well, he didn't he didn't make it to the tournament when he was a senior and all that stuff was kind of blowing up, too. Yeah. not winning. You're right. So it, it's both ways. Okay. It just depends on, like, from what I heard is, like, he would have a perfect um, setup for a player to have an assist. And then they would never make the shot. So, like, people who closely followed the team came up with a stat with, like, should be assists for, for Marco Fultz because his teammates were so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be. And then, but, like, I saw Marco Fultz on Sports Science, and they said he has a spin move like Russell Westbrook. He avoided a dodge dodgeball team. So you saw so what I saw. Yeah, clearly Ben Stiller was not the one throwing it from dodgeball. But I, I saw love, that, too. I, I just feel like the air is cleaner in the Nashville. I like Nashville. It's a great place to be. Do you remember this time last year we would call each other talking about Pokemon that we would catch? Yeah, there's the only Pokemon that were on my patio were Zubats. And then <laughs> I, would, I would look, that's I have no idea how like phones didn't find a way to just disable the game. Like you could tell when you were driving, but I was I would play that game while I was driving and was like this Clefairy could cost a life. This Clefairy. But I was driving one time. We, by the way, we do not support texting or being on your phone while you're in the car driving. However, it's important to note that if you see a Squirtle or a Pikachu and you're driving, you got you to gotta, you gotta figure it out. Oh, easily. You got to figure it out. That was the highest percentage of yellow lights that I slowed down and stopped at at intersections. Yes. In a month period of my entire life. And then maybe you see a gym. Got to hit up the gym or yep. the jinx. So, and that for those who don't know the layout of Zach's apartment, his bed is kind of close to his patio. So before bed, Zach would always be catching Zubats, and he'd text me like, "All there is in my apartment is damn Zubats." <laughs> it was awesome. So that's what we were doing this time last year. Now we're talking NBA. What should I do in Nashville while I'm here? What's what's the uh, what's the go-to spots? Broadway. Broadway. Yeah, hit, up, hit up Broadway and okay. see if there's any people still celebrating the Predators Stanley Cup run. Do you think there could be? Uh, depends on how good their first night was and how much they have left in the tank. Okay. Maybe head down there. Any good concerts? Kings of Leon. 
Kings yeah. of Leon, oh, that was New Year's 2016. So they, they're due for a return. Are there any famous athletes from the Nashville area that you know of? Eric Decker lives here. And Eric. he just got traded to the Titans. Oh, and he lives in Nashville. yeah. A little NFL news. Derrick Henry lives here. Derrick Henry. So I'm at the bar. Ooh, that's that's good if you're Marcus Mariota getting Eric Decker. They're gonna Eric Decker drives well with the the Titans, and he I does. know, and he drives uh, drives well with the city of Nashville. Yeah, and his wife's country singer. It all makes sense. I'm happy that the Jets did him justice. I agree. Yeah. Any final thoughts on the uh, NBA draft? Any any last minute? Uh... Well, I'm sure as in the next two days we'll see a ton of rumors and the NBA Twitter will continue to be drunk, as they say. Yeah, and it's a lot of it probably is rumors, but we know some things aren't rumors, like Dwight Howard heading to Charlotte. Congrats on your big three, Charlotte. Kemba, Nicholas Batoon, and Dwight Howard. Some things are rumors, some things are real. Real, we leave you with Stone Cold Steve Austin in the real WWE. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Double Down Pod, and have a great rest of your day.